wish I was above the center of attention, but I'm not. I wish I didn't have to give into the pressure. Uh oh. Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Cocktails and Confidants. Alex here. We are enjoying a delicious martini made by Dixie tonight. I will let her tell you what she made us. Oh, thanks, Alex. So this is a dessert martini cocktail. It's peanut butter cup, which is my favorite candy, in case you didn't know. Peanut butter cup. Whoever decided to put those two things together. <laughs> Yum. So it, the ingredients are very simple. Screwball peanut butter whiskey, which... If you haven't had that stuff, don't tell me. I don't like whiskey. I don't like that. Yuck. It's so good. It tastes like dreamy peanut butter. I don't yeah. know. It also makes a pretty legit old-fashioned. Oh, I bet. Just saying. So you got to try it. Again, I don't get any money from Screwball. They have this cute little lamb or something on the label. Check out our Instagram photos so you can see what it looks like, but it's yummy. So oh. they have Screwball whiskey, which is a peanut butter flavor, and then Godiva. The chocolatiers, they make a chocolate liqueur. So it's one and a half to uh, three. Yep. One the and recipe a half to three. will be there. Yeah. Alex will, will give sure you the dates. <laughs> Anyways, it's a it's a sipping martini, but it's very it's very mm, delectable. And it's delicious. Oh, and there's a little peanut butter cup on the edge just for fun. And just so that Justine has something to hunt around for in her glass. Yes, before I even took my first sip, it fell in. <laughs> I had to fish it out. Oh, and, and chocolate syrup. Oh, and yeah. pat it dry with a paper towel so I could consume it. What? She I did. missed that part. Yeah, she said she was giving it a towel. A towel. Toweling. <laughs> and then Alex choked. <laughs> I did. And then I said, a tongue toweling? That, but I didn't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> no. I just said And that. I continued to choke. I was, I was patting off my peanut butter cup. Why wouldn't you just eat it wet? Uh, because, Sandy, I have, I have a <gasps> very... Specific way that I eat peanut butter cups. Tell me more. It can't be all dripping everywhere. You have to eat. You have to eat all the edge off, which is like the thick part of the chocolate, right? By itself, okay. And because then you, otherwise, the chocolate to peanut butter ratio is off. That's why I really like the peanut butter pumpkins and I eggs know, or and the hearts. eggs. They're oh, so much better, right? I agree. They should just make shapes all the time instead of the cup. Mm-hmm. But I feel cup. like there's definitely way more shapes now than there used to be. Right? You used yeah. to only and the get miniatures eggs. are my favorite because that no matter how much of the chocolate you eat. You'd never get it right. So you like the minis? I feel like they have too much chocolate. No, I hate them. Oh, okay. I thought you just said they're your favorite. I think you said that. I'm sorry. I meant not my favorite. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. It's opposite day. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you dry off your peanut (laughs) That's crazy. I I wish I would have seen that. (laughs) It's a real thing. It happened. (laughs) Should have taken a video. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think I consider a peanut butter cup candy. What? I've been contemplating that since you said it was your favorite candy. And I'm thinking Twizzlers is your favorite candy. Chocolate That's your is favorite just... car candy. I eat that at the movie theaters too. Mm-hmm. I know. It's not meat candy. That's for sure. <laughs> Okay, so Dixie calls the honey turkey sausage sticks candy meat. <laughs> you can you can take whatever you want out of that meaning. I don't care, but it does taste just like they were good candy meat. I just oh, feel like chocolate, chocolate anything is its own category. I don't necessarily, I don't, I don't think I necessarily lump it in with candy. Where do you buy it at the grocery store? In the chocolate aisle. <laughs> what? There's no such thing as a chocolate aisle. There is where I shop. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Where do you I, shop I think I think she just made that up. She, she definitely did. made that up. Because she shops at so, Aldi, and so I know they don't have a chocolate aisle. <laughs> you know what Aldi does have? The most legit. The aisle of shame. Salted caramel dark chocolate oh, deliciousness. Oh. One of my kids accidentally the ones in opened the tub. up. Yes. 
Yes. That oh. shit is fire. <laughs> I am talking Check about Check your local the, Aldi. You could put that in a cocktail. Black. Mm. Not black, but it's like in a rectangle. Like and, a bar? But they they come individually wrapped inside the cardboard. And it's dark chocolate and sea salt caramel. Mm. And I was pretty close to grounding one of my kids for opening the box and taking one of them out. So little known fact is because I have to have, I have to be gluten free. Mm -hmm. And most of the little a-holes that live here don't really respect that necessarily. Um, So I have my own cupboard. So when I buy things like that, I just put it in my cupboard and then nobody's allowed to have it. Don't contaminate that shit. Stay away. Hopefully it's way in the back, just in case. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should have a food issue too. Could you manufacture like a food allergy and designate a cupboard for only your stuff? It's interesting that you say that because when I went to get a new towel, because I have my own bath towels that no one else is allowed to use. Mm, I did once upon a time. So it doesn't work at my house. Doesn't work I'm just saying. Um, and they're kept in my bedroom. And I went to get a new bath towel out and I found a box of Cheez-Its. What the hell? A dick? <laughs> so in your closet? I inquired. I started at the top of the order. Right. And I inquired as to... He can reach. Why? Well, they all can. Why are yeah. they... Why Why is there Cheez-Its in, with my towels? In your room. And the response was from the oldest. Because I'm tired of the youngest always eating all the Cheez-Its and no one else gets to have some. So I decided to hide them on him. Wait a minute. Did the oldest buy these Cheez-Its? No. So they're community Cheez-Its. They are. So he's slow but as shit. He, but, he does, <laughs> but he does have a point because the youngest has a habit of taking the entire box, which is the family size box. Right. And taking it to his room. I believe that's 24 ounces. <laughs> I mean, Cheez-Its are good AF. I'm not gonna lie. That's I mean, I can't eat them anymore. In middle school, my favorite lunch was a tiny bag of Cheez-Its and an ice cream sandwich. They had those. When in we were a middle, middle school? school, I used to eat the vanilla ice cream bar with like the thin chocolate coating and um, a granola bar. That was my a la carte lunch. Yes, <laughs> a la carte lunch. Girl, you stood in line for a long time for that. <laughs> you know, I did, and a chocolate milk. <laughs> I never liked milk. What if you bought three boxes equal size? And designated one for each kid. The middle kid doesn't even like Cheez-Its. So I will tell you that he helps himself to my towels. And he had to have seen the Cheez-Its. And he was completely unaffected by this. Didn't bat an eye. By the the towel Cheez-Its. The best part of this? He's like, this must be a weird feminine hygiene product. (laughs) I don't even want to know what she's got hidden in this box. The best part of this is that, oh, that's that's another funny story. The best part of this is that the youngest said to me, Mom, why'd you take the Cheez-Its and hide them in your bedroom? I said, who told you that? Insert oldest brother's name. Um, he's lying to you. He took them and hid them from you. And I didn't eat them all. There were still some in the box. And then he walked into the room and said, Oh, yeah. I was totally joking about that. Mom didn't mom didn't hide those or eat them. I did. Both. Me. That was me. Mm-hmm. All those. Um, I don't like that they're in your room. <laughs> Not the Cheez-Its. Um, the kids. My kid has... Oh, funny it, you should say that, actually. I came home from work the other day, <clears throat> and the oldest currently residing here was here, and... I don't know about the rest of y'all, but my balls are on a schedule and it is tight. <laughs> okay. I wish I could say that, but it, it, go so ahead. So I get home and it's and it's go. like I have about two and a half minutes of greeting the children before <laughs> I'm like, okay, I gotta go, I gotta go downstairs. I have to poop. So I go downstairs and I'm doing my thing and I come out because of course I'm gonna change out of my work clothes. So like my pants are all undone and here he comes, wa- just walking in, and I was like, uh. Hi. <laughs> he needed something out of a bin in Mr. Alex's closet. So apparently it's just what we do now. 
we just walk in. Help ourselves? Yes. Oh, no. So. In the private space? Yes. Thank goodness um, I was not in a more advanced stage right. of undress. Because well, I would have been pulling up my you, pants if I was just going to change. Fuck that. That's a big <laughs> hassle. I'm not doing that. Well, had you been, it might have discouraged him from future <laughs> ventures. Well, that's fair. But right. I, I mean, so I'm just going <laughs> to piggyback off of that real quick. So a couple of weeks ago on like a Saturday or Sunday, um, my daughter and I were going to go shopping. So I tell her I'm going to go down and get dressed and brush my teeth and whatever. Well, I have an electric toothbrush. So I'm in my bathroom brushing my teeth. And because I was going to change, I had closed the bathroom or the bedroom door, but not the bathroom door. So I hear this like barely audible knock on the door from from the master bathroom. And I'm like, yeah. And she says, oh, can I come in? So I'm like, yeah. So she pushes the door open and she just stands there for a second. She's like, oh my God, I thought you were using a vibrator. So I'm like, number one, number one, I'm brushing my goddamn teeth. Number two, if you really thought I was doing that, why did you ask to come in? Why are you asking? Why are you waiting? The proper Don't response be is to turn the shit. fuck around. <laughs> Give me a minute or two. Seriously, she was like, just stood there. She was like, oh my God. I, I thought you were using a vibrator. GTFO, if that's what you think I'm doing. Also, I literally just told you I'm going to go downstairs and get changed. Like, suddenly I'm going to be like, oh, you know what? By the way, I'm going to rub one out real quick. <laughs> Which, if you wanted to, that's fine. It's your business. But right. Still. But don't knock on the door and ask Turn if you around. can come in. <laughs> Did you want to come in? No. I'm, I, have, I had so many questions. I had taken my contacts out the other night. It was bedtime. And <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't find my glasses anywhere. So I enlisted help from one of the children. Oh, God. I said, hey, can you just come in here and shine your phone light underneath the bed? I think my glasses might have fallen through. Shit. (laughs) So as I'm on one end of the bed and he's on the other side of the bed. Which 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 child is middle? Oh, God. Oh, Oh, gosh. (laughs) Anyways. And he shines his light and I'm like, oh, fuck. I thought I, threw the, I thought I threw that box away. <laughs> so I'm quickly trying to cover it up with one of those under the bed, like storage <laughs> bins. Wait, what but is it's, the box It's thing? like a cloth. Oh, the box tells exactly what was inside oh the box. Oh, my gosh. And it's not, stored, it's not stored in there. It actually came with the... <laughs> A nice little, of course, it's in pouch. It did. Uh, all the, be- all the best I'm, ones do. And I'm like, um, I think they're up. I th- is that them right there? And I'm like pointing up towards the headboard. So I'm like quickly trying to cover up the back. You know what? Just get out of here. <laughs> Change my mind. Don't need help. Abort. I- abort. <laughs> but I couldn't reach the glasses. <laughs> and I'm like, well, should I wanted to read before I went to? Well, now you got something else to do. You don't need to see. <laughs> you don't need your glasses for that shit. I can't believe that you didn't put the box in the bottom of the trash can immediately upon delivery of this item. What does the box say? <laughs> no, the no. box has a picture on it. What? Of, yeah. Can I hear something really funny, too? So, yeah, I, I don't think I saw it, or he saw it, because he would have totally been like, Mom, uh, bruh, real? bruh, you tweaking, bruh, uh, yeah, and he didn't do any of that stuff, so. And you didn't hear about it from the oldest one later on, right? Yeah, because they. Right, that would have, that would have gone through the house like. Oh, it, for sure. It would have. The clap. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? 
okay, try listeners, to think of listeners, listeners, take a deep like, breath. We are like not spreading happened. STIs around my house <laughs> or clap. any of our houses. We I know. clap for each other, but it's like, I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. Me either. <laughs> and I, you, you hang out at my house. So, well, I didn't see that box on your bed. I would have been like, bitch, you got to get rid of this box. It's still there too. I <laughs> that wasn't right. a, that wasn't traumatic enough to prompt you to throw it away, for girl. Sake? It's garbage day tomorrow. Tomorrow, oh. I will take care of it. When, I will take care week. of it when I get. Y'all home. need to remind her. Listen, right, I will right. send it in. The, I will. The deed has been done. Okay, that will show up in our group text. Okay. message. I want a picture because I need to see what's on that fucking box. <laughs> so once upon a time, you know, my mom lived with us, and. Mr. Alex thought it was pretty funny when we would procure toys like that. He would hide the packaging in my mother's closet. <laughs> so she would be like looking for a pair of shoes. <laughs> All of the toys that I bought, like bedroom toys, have come in very discreet packaging. Uh-uh. That's why I'm asking about this because. You're clearly not going to the porn store on the interstate. <laughs> this was a gift. I didn't buy it what? for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really? You have really great friends. <laughs> I guess you do. Hey, they care. They really care about me. <laughs> and it wasn't one of us. Right. So I'm now like, we need um... to know who this friend is. Maybe I need to sign up. Right? <laughs> we'll wait until we see the picture of the box. I, we do want a picture of the box in the group chat, too. Ah, <laughs> oh, bitches. Okay. <laughs> hey, you did this. Yeah. I, you brought it up. <laughs> All right. If any of my offspring happen to listen to this, I'm not That's, sorry. Damn yeah, it. And I'm also not fault. sorry when you walk into my room and you see parts of my body. You're in my fucking room. If you don't want to see them, get the fuck out. Word to your mother. I don't. And yeah. about them being in my room. And stop hiding the goddamn cheese that's in there. <laughs> I have also, the, I have the, there has to be a, another spot in the house. Right. That. Child number three doesn't look in. So child number three is the only one that is not. Child number three is the only one that's not a snoop. Yeah, you could just put them in the fucking because cupboard. Because I will that's tell you that. I feel like if you just switched the normal cupboard, you could probably hide them effectively. Right. Or put them where the cleaning supplies are. Absolutely. Or the laundry room. We have done that before. So, <clears throat> do they taste funny after a while? Nobody knows. There's always fumes. They don't wait. They don't last that long. Oh, it's usually underneath the sink, and the only thing down there is um, like dish soap. Oh. And I put them on the other side by the kitchen towels and tablecloths. Appropriate safety precautions are. Considered. But right, Mr. Yuck. The <laughs> the um, reason they're in my bedroom is because. My shower is the cleanest, so they always want to come in. Oh hell no! My bedroom, my bedroom, nope. into my bathroom and take the shower. Wait a minute. Sometimes you just have to wash the day away. Do you, <laughs> you gotta wash okay. the gray right out of your just, hair. Justine, <laughs> the youngest one. Uh-uh. I said no. The middle one. Yeah. I said, as if I didn't know. What the hell are you doing in there for so long? Why are you sitting down? Because we. <clears throat> the master shower um, is a double shower. Sitting down. <laughs> it's a double shower, and it has two shower heads and two seats. And I said, what the hell are you doing? And the response was, Justine. Sometimes you just have to wash the day away. And I said, you're in eighth grade. How the fuck you, hard is your day? You don't have what a do, day. What do you have to wash away? The hard thing is not his day. I know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That, I know. But here's the thing. I finally and, had to tell my oldest, you don't have to take a shower to do that. Just close your bedroom door. <laughs> this whole, like, 45-minute shower thing, three times a day needs to stop. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. I just – there have been times that my children have asked to use – my shower, but it's always a request that can be denied. So agreed. They actually don't ask to use my shower. Um, my daughter sometimes asks to use our bathtub in the master yeah. bath because it's like a deep, it's fancy, jacuzzi one. Mm-hmm. So, but I think 
I think my youngest is traumatized, and we've never talked about it from an experience she had of walking in on hubby and I <laughs> having some intimate moments, and therefore it has the door her. is a very serious. Nobody was brushing their teeth. <laughs> Nobody was brushing their teeth. Jesus. The door is a very serious threshold that you do not go in unless mm-hmm. you ask, like, um, is it um <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that's the same here, because... We don't sleep with clothes on. Mm-hmm. So you want to come venturing into my room at some point, like prior to my actually getting up in the morning, that's on you. Right. I you don't see know. what you see. I'm not owning that. Parts might be hanging out. But Ronnie likes pajamas. You have I a collection. <clears throat> I love you do pajamas. have a collection. I have a collection too, but I don't I wear them pajamas. once I wake up. <laughs> I don't wear them to bed. <laughs> I don't wear them to sleep in. That's stupid. <laughs> but I feel like they're a waste of money. I, I only can just have, wear yoga hey, pants. And I shit. have pajamas because my mother buys me pajamas every year at Christmas. They're cute though. I do love pajamas to wear I them. But and I just truth be told, I would prefer nice sheets. Nakedness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do sleep with clothes on when he's not here. In case I gotta get up and kick someone's ass. <laughs> feel like I can't have titties flopping all over the place. Uh-uh. <laughs> you go with your titties flopping. It'll Let them throw a punch. Them, right? It'll distract them. Like, oh, Isn't yeah. that weird, though? No, like, I get. I guess if – well, I usually sleep in my robe if I'm by myself. Oh, but that, I always that wear That sounds socks. like something I would be tangled up in. Yeah. That's got bad written all over no, it. No, no, no. You don't understand. If I sleep alone, I peel back the covers. I put the fancy pillow on the other side, stacked real nice. I wish our listeners could see this. She's demonstrating. She's <laughs> actually acting this out and like very it's delicate. Charades. It's and very then delicate. I crawl into bed and I take up the exact width of my body and I never move. <sighs> I crawl into so bed. So when I get up the next morning, all I have to do is fold the covers back and put the fancy pillows back yeah. in place. When I'm in bed by myself, I'm like in the middle of the mm-hmm. bed, starfished. Right. I taking up, up space. all the space. With a tank top and pants on, because I'm alone, and I might have to beat someone up in the middle of the night. <laughs> and I sleep on my opposite side. I sleep on my left side if I'm by myself. Hmm. Sometimes I, I think when I get out of bed, I wonder if police had to come and investigate something, if they'd be like, a crime was committed here, because the sheets are messed <laughs> up. <and stuff. laughs> be like, mm, but if I make the bed, does it seem like nobody ever... <laughs> I watch too many crime shows on TV, yeah, but I think that you think should that. you should have some kind of disclaimer that you write out thoughtfully with an explanation. Of what? To... You need a towel for that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, just so the record shows, I'm eating my Reese's peanut butter cup and it's wet, <laughs> and I don't care. Do you want a towel? No. I want to tongue towel it. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm glad you can't see this, listeners. I wish um, you could. What are you saying about disclaimer? Maybe you need to. You said you watch too much TV and you're mm-hmm. worried about what they're going to think. So just have a little disclaimer. Move along. Nothing to see here. No crime was committed in right. this bedroom other than a crime of love, <laughs> a crime of passion. Yes. <laughs> And, you know, the sheets are a mess. That's all I can say. I wash the sheets. doesn't matter. My hubby leaves like a... A what? A snail trail? A body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a body outline. He just like lays in the bed and that's where that's where okay. the spot is. Thank you. <laughs> because the next time I go over there, <laughs> I'm going to look at Mr. Dixie and like... Um, Snail trail? <laughs> Yuck. I mean, I don't dudes know. don't generally leave snail trails. That's usually girls. I don't really know what it is. What are we referring to? Have you ever seen a snail move from point A to point right, B? Right, they leave a slimy spot. Right. I know that. But what? Are, what's the euphemism that I'm not picking up on? Does a that not bath? happen um, when you're having crimes of passion? <laughs> a what spot? Snail trail? Hmm. I've never called it that. It's just a wet spot. Well, I mean, generally, I think it's referred to as like if you're t- 
turned on outside of the bedroom and you're dripping? Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we've cleared that up. Did is we? that an urban dictionary? <laughs> I'm sure it, it probably is. is. <laughs> I'll have to look it up later. It's fine. Carry on. <laughs> look up tea bagging too. That's pretty <laughs> that's a pretty interesting <laughs> definition. While you're at it, just look up docking as well. <laughs> All right, now it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> All right. I don't want the FBI coming to my fucking house because then they will be like, what's been happening? Do right. I need to, hey, do I whatever need happens between two consensual adults is none of their business. All right. I'll let them know. You heard it here first, folks. That's right. What were you going to say, Justine? <clears throat> I was going to say maybe we should shift gears. We probably should. All right. I would like to revisit a subject that I touched on in the previous episode. Related to tipping people. Gratuities. Gratuities. So I recently had some work done at my house, and it was very hard work. And I tipped both of the workers, and then I was subsequently told that that wasn't necessary by Mr. Justine. And I disagreed with him, and... We had a discussion and we just agreed to disagree. And then he was there again at the marina when I was tipping the workers. And again, when we got in the car, he told me that it was unnecessary, that these people make good money, they don't expect that, et cetera, et cetera. And so I'm looking for feedback from both my cohorts here as well as our listeners as to how you feel about that. So if you... have someone in your home doing work for you and you think they do a good job, do you give them a tip? Or in the case of the marina, you want them to take really good care of your sailboat and so you give them a tip because it was fucking cold out, okay? I'm just going to state it was 37 degrees That's cold. and windy. Even and worse. these guys are working outside and I don't know, I just... I just think that's what you do. I'm thankful for the service that's being provided, and I want to say so, on top of what the business is charging me. So first of all, I would say I would never condone your generosity of spirit ever. So it's your money, if and you're happy, you do what you want with it. You would never condone it? Condone, that's not what I mean. I mean, I would never discourage, discourage or condemn it. Sorry, Miss Martini. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for my poor choice of words. So I would say if you want to be generous and you can be, then you should be. Um, My rule of thumb when it comes to tipping is generally – I. Like a, you know, like a restaurant, it's expected, mm-hmm. but other things I've never, okay, where do I tip? I tip at restaurants and bars. Hair salon. Hair salon. And that might be it. Nail salon? Well, any a salon, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> so I've also seen recently people talk about whether or not if you're just doing, because a lot of restaurants are just doing carryout. If you should tip when you pick up a carryout order, what's the consensus? I always tip on carryout even before COVID. I, <laughs> <laughs> I do sometimes I mean, not a now, lot, but, but, you know, like two or three bucks. Yeah, because- I usually do too, and I do like 3 to $5 depending on what we're getting. But um, there was like a Facebook friend who made a post about why is he expected to tip on a carryout order. Because they're still only making two eighty five, right? Even I'm, though they don't have people eating in, I would assume they're making. I mean, I don't know. Is anybody else's head singing "Carry Out" by Justin Timberlake? <laughs> I didn't no. even know that was a song. <laughs> oh, mine is. Those are your headphones. There's something malfunctioning about it. <laughs> For me, it. Depends on the restaurant. Really? So for carryout, I'm more 
likely to tip a privately owned restaurant than I am a franchise for pickup. And I usually tip more in person pre-COVID there as well. I, I try to do the small business thing when possible. It's sure. not always possible, but until just like really thinking about it, that was probably subconscious. But now that I'm really thinking about it, when I think of some of the restaurants that I've ordered from, I have a tendency. Yeah. But some of the chains are doing a fantastic job with their takeout. Sure. And some of it has to do with the ease of placing the order, how they're packaging the order, how they review the order with me when I pick it up. That's what I mean. Olive Garden sets the bar You get definite bonus points if I don't have to talk to you to order something. Right. I don't like to talk to people that much. I don't either. When I'm ordering something. Um, I guess it was just some of the – I think back to, well, where did I get this idea of when it's – when you tip. Service. It's service. And it was always just, you know, probably something my mom taught me. Like, I don't remember our parents doing things or taking us places where tips were required. (laughs) Just like she said, well, at one point in time, she was getting her hair done by the owner of the salon. And you're not, you don't have to. I don't tip the owner owner because the owner sets the profit margins and doesn't have to rent the booth or whatever it oh, is. Oh, I guess I never would have thought about that. And I was that. like, oh, okay. Um, and, you know, when we were when we were building our house, I wanted the workers to know that I cared about what they were doing. So, like, the first part of it, it was really, really hot outside. And they were framing a house outside in the heat. So... I went to them and I said, you guys, I want to make sure that you're hydrated. So I was dropping off Gatorade or water and stuff like that on a regular basis. And then said a couple of times, like, what do you want to eat? I'm going to go out and I'm going to buy your lunch. So where do you want me to get it from? What do you want? And I got them lunch Mm -hmm. because I don't know, I guess I never even thought of the idea of just tipping them. To me, that's the same though. I wanted to buy these guys lunch and... So-and-so was like, why would you buy them lunch? If they're hungry, they can get Jimmy John's or what? And I was like, (sighs) because they haven't stopped working since they got here, and I'm sure they're hungry. Right. One thing that I think I shared with you when we were in the car um, driving to camp was I was on a weekend trip with, um, some relatives, and we stopped at a Irish pub, and in small print at the bottom of the menu was, if you've enjoyed your experience, food, service, etc., one of the greatest compliments you can provide us is to buy a round for the staff at the end of business. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um just let your your wait staff know and they'll add ten dollars to your tab. And at this particular restaurant, the staff was all there. The doors were open. <laughs> and we actually <clears throat> it was it was quite comical because half of us um, were hoping to get on the road and the other half wanted to enjoy the establishment and, and it ended up being a good time. But when we first walked in, there was one person in sight and they said, we actually don't open for, I think it was like almost an hour, 45 minutes. So, some of us were getting ready to turn away and oh, yeah. leave. <laughs> Oopsie, so sorry. Um, but oh. then he said, um, let me just check, because everybody's here. Let me just check if if we can accommodate you. And he came back a few minutes later and said, 
we'd be delighted to have you. Um, and so we had the whole entire restaurant to ourselves for the majority of our stay. The service was good. The food was delicious. Um, the drinks were good. So I said, you know, I think we should do this. Did, did you guys see this on the menu? And um, they hadn't seen it because, like I said, it was in small print. Um, and we all thought it was a really great idea. And, and so we did it. And our wait staff, who happened to be the bartender, was kind of like falling all over himself, thanking us for for having him add that and just saying that it's always, you know, who doesn't so like to feel appreciated? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and I, I thought, gosh, if I were to have a restaurant or something, I would want to do something like that because money is one thing. And, you know, truth be told, this is money as well, but just that small act of kindness, you know, buying the people at the marina lunch or making sure that the workers at the job site were hydrated. You know, those types of things are all acts of kindness Mm -hmm. that are gratuities. You're appreciative. You're thankful for what they're doing. And, you know, sometimes people aren't making, they're not making very good money. And so I think someone just taking the time to express appreciation, I, I just think that that's something really great to put out there. I mean, let's be serious. This world could use a hell of a lot more kindness than what we have on a daily basis. I'll drink right. to that. Clinky. Well, I would, but it's empty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. It looks like everybody needs a refill. I know. I'm drinking water, so. But I'll drink water. But, you know, I, I mean, I think that everybody likes to feel appreciated, and I absolutely believe on a carryout order you should tip because somebody's still doing work right. that wouldn't be happening if you weren't ordering food. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, 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 not, uh, I'm not consistent with the carryout tip. I don't know why. That's dumb of me. Sometimes I'm like, oh, there it is. You know what it, if it's on my, it's, you're right. If it's on an app, I'll add it. Cause but it's if just, it's in person, you don't? It, sometimes I don't. But not always. Sometimes I am like, oh, yes, I'll add. Yeah. I mean, like we call, there's a local restaurant that we ordered tacos from you know once every week or two and i all i mean i always (laughs) um you know like always at least three dollars on my pickup order because somebody sure did something they still they took the order right right confirmed that it was correct they bagged Mm. it up for you well i mean they're supposed to right Right. (laughs) but i i don't think i would ever say to somebody like you shouldn't do that well, and that like, Facebook post was more looking for like a justification for it because you're not getting a you're not getting served like you would if you were dining in somewhere. So, I mean, I guess I could understand that, but at the same time, you still have all of the same people doing, you know, from the order taking to the preparing to the packaging to ringing you up and all of that. They're all it's still it's the overhead that the right. business has to. Right. And you know, I'm, I'm like racking my brain now and I'm like, okay, when I've done carry out, what have I done? And I think that where I'm normally like 20 to 25% tipper, I probably have been more like yeah, here's I two or less. three dollars. Right. Like, I, definitely I, I definitely less. am not doing, because I am always like minimum 20% if we're dining in somewhere. Yeah. But on a carry out, it's Even more like. Even when the like, service is horrible? Yes. I'm, okay. I'm very guilty of that. Yeah. See, I stopped rewarding bad service. I'll still tip, but you are not getting yeah, I, I'm, my best. Yeah, and which is unfortunate because we went um, to like a sports bar recently that I hadn't been to in a long time, and the service was phenomenal. And the waitress was very, very pregnant. And that is hard work. Mm-hmm. For sure. On, on a good day. And um, she, I mean, that was like, the best service we've had in a long time. And I was prepared. Whatever the bill was, I was going to, I was expecting it to be about 30 or so. I was just going to pay with a 50 and leave the rest mm-hmm. because I was that impressed. Sure. And she's working her butt off, yep. obviously, because she wants to take good care of this baby. And I don't know if she didn't feel good 
or if her shift just ended, but she never, she just never came back. Oh. So we ended up having to go to the bar and ask for our bill. And then I, when I went back up with my credit card, cause I was not going to do that. Um, you know, I said, did our waitress go home? And she just said yes and didn't give any explanation. So then I was like, really? All the times I get shitty service and I finally want to be like so thankful and I don't even get to. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I try to be pretty forgiving when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like I have never waitressed. I've done plenty of, you know, like I've worked at fast food restaurants and I've worked in retail and I've done all of the, you know, pretty much everything that you expect to do growing up and, and, you know, having the stepping stone kind of jobs, but I've never waitressed. So I tend to be pretty forgiving when it comes to a lot of things relative to that. Like I don't make a lot of complaints about things and I will ask a second time for the water that you didn't bring me and not make a big deal about it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I I just, you have to like really super bad fuck up for me to be like, nope, not getting 20%. Well, I mean, we went to a place on Saturday that we had like literally one hour from finishing working on the boat mm-hmm. to going to watch the grandbabies. And um, so the server comes over and says, greets us and says, can I, can I take a drink order for you? And I say, yes. And then she immediately says, oh, just hold on a second. And proceeds to go to another table. So he got up to go to use the bathroom. So she comes back. I give her my drink order. And she turns around and walks, starts to walk away. So I'm like, um, I, I need to order both drinks. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Like what? You forgot that he was sitting here when you walked away the first time? So then I said, because she turns her back on me again immediately after I give her the beer order. I said, we'd like to order our food right away. We're kind of on a schedule today. And she's like, oh, okay. Never, ever made eye contact the whole time we were there with either one of us. It was so awkward. Huh. That's weird. I don't like that. And tell us about your gratuity practice that day. Um, I th- Did you get your food quickly? Yes. Um, was it correct? Did it taste good? Yeah, the food was fine. Um, I still think I probably left 15%, but it's just annoying. Like, it's kind of weird to go out to eat right now anyways. Like, you have to wear a mask to come in, but then some people aren't wearing a mask, and half the staff has it down below their nose, which is essentially pointless because now you're doing roughly 50% of what was only doing, I don't know, 25% to begin with. Right. So now you're down to 12 and a half percent. And it's like, I don't know. I just, I'm not saying like jump through hoops, but at least like stand there long enough to make sure I'm done. Right. right. But also (laughs) consider that it is weird dining out right now and Seeing as how they probably want to keep their employment, you should be thankful for the people who are willing to come out and dine in your establishment, right? Mm-hmm. So I am on a scholarship committee. And a motherfucking scholarship. <laughs> Thinking about trying out for scholarship. Um, and of course, I love that kind of thing. I don't think it probably comes to any big surprise at the table here. Um, but it's interesting because, um, as we've mentioned previously, I work in healthcare, and the, the applicant mentioned that they have, prior to working in the healthcare field, waitressed and waitressed at kind of, you know, a chain kind of fast food or, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of an establishment all the way to a very fine dining establishment and said, 
regardless of the restaurant that they were um, working in, that this person felt that their role was to determine what kind of dining experience the people wanted, give them that and then more, and how they've applied that job and work experience to healthcare because so many people have different expectations when they are in that realm. Yeah. And I thought that was a really unique way. Profound. Because, you know, whether you want to call it service industry or not, it it still kind of is because the way that, the way that healthcare is set up, you, you work for an organization for the most part that's going to be reimbursed based on how people feel about the service you provide them. And that's how the, the care model has changed over time. And I just thought it was a really eloquent connection to draw from their own work experience to what they're doing now. Sure. So I wouldn't leave a tip for someone who worked at, I don't know, a clothing store or something like that. Or like there were people who. What do you think about tip jars then? I was just going to say that. Yeah. I don't like have when cash. You, I never tip at Starbucks because I think they're jerks. Well, there's that. <laughs> so here's the difference. I All think the time? Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Um, I th- so I think that's also a way overpriced. Th- that's the thing is the difference is that when you're talking about a barista at Starbucks versus a waitress at Applebee's. Just you throw, I can't tell you the last time I was at Applebee's, but it, we're talking about vastly different wage schedules for those people. The barista at Starbucks is getting no less than minimum wage, and the and the waitress is getting probably one fifteen, yeah, an hour. like a third of what minimum wage is. So I'm pretty like substantially less inclined to tip at a place where you have a tip jar, but I know you're making eight or nine dollars an hour. Why do you, why is that an expectation? Well, if I go to the local coffee shop, the one that's by my house, mm-hmm. I leave at least, I probably leave a dollar. So it's still not going to sure. be 20%, but. Well, it could be depending <clears throat> on your order. Again, it's, it's very small and, um. The same person that's taking your order is the one that's making your drink, and I just feel like there's a little more love that goes into it. Right. But I was never like, I found out that people give gifts to their mailman. I don't Or do their that. postal carrier. Or the paper boy. And their garbage man. Like, we used to get, it was thoughtful, but at the same time, I'm like, are you scratching for a tip? We got a Christmas card from our garbage collector. At our old house. I've never gotten anything of the sort. And I was like, what is this? Who is this? Like, first I was like, who is this person? (laughs) I don't even know who this is. The interesting thing now is the letter carriers don't even seem to be the same. No, like I see a different one several times a week. I have like two or three different people. Yeah. So I don't know. I I do remember very vividly. I do too. First house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I remember my parents giving like our paper boy like an extra 20 bucks at Christmas time or something. But well, when I had a paper route, the newspaper provided us calendars. Mm -hmm. Right. And the expectation was that when you knocked on the door with this calendar that that you were going to get a gift. Right. Um, It didn't always happen. No, it didn't. Well, and it's kind of uncomfortable if you think about you know, some of the people that deliver newspapers. I mean, I know that there's all different types of people who do that work. Sure. But that could be really uncomfortable for, like, an adolescent to knock on a door and take a calendar. You used to have to go collect. Back then, I had to collect the money every Friday. That's so crazy. I was thinking, like... Also super unsafe. Right. Well, you know... (laughs) <laughs> um, I uh, I remember we used to get told in our first house if you had a, a big garbage week 
or you had something big that you were going to live on, leave on the curb, that you should also put a six pack of beer. <laughs> it's not Mon- Montucky cold snack time. <laughs> we will find you. And we did that a couple of times, and it was appreciated. That's so strange. I've never heard that before. But that was like, yeah. now everything's privatized. You know what I mean? Like you don't have, it's a, like a right. very formal thing. And nobody even gets out of a truck now. So they would totally just no, they do miss here. it. It's just a machine. Oh, they yeah, would here. miss my beer <laughs> generosity at that point. They, I was like, they would probably be well, like, why, why, why this broad put a whole <laughs> fucking six pack of beer out here they to would throw away? Those nasty stickers on my can, like you did not put everything in the can. <laughs> Like, oh, so I was trying to be generous. I don't even know if it would make it, well, at least where I live, if I put a six-pack out there next to the garbage can, it wouldn't make it until the garbage <laughs> came to automatically retrieve the, or empty the receptacle. Because like people would say, oh, free beer? Okay. That's nice. Word. Drive by. Yeah. <laughs> grab a it busy road. But it was one of those things, like, we had an old, ugly couch to throw away, and we were like, oh, we're putting this big couch let me put a six-pack of beer on right. it for you. And suddenly it's um, gone. Then there's a note that says, that couch was heavy as hell. Next time you better hit me with a case. I right? Need, I need 24. Put a barrel. I need a barrel. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. Throw a barrel. So I don't know. I think that there are some things that are, you feel a little over, like, okay. That's too much. But yeah. if you're going to be generous with your time, talent, or money, I don't think anybody should question that. Well, I also think that if you want to be generous – be generous. Everybody could use more kindness. Right. It's literally just that simple. Mm-hmm. And we're interested to know what you think, listeners. So drop us yeah. a line. Um, either slide into our DMs on Instagram, Ooh. Cocktails and oh. Confidence, all one word. <laughs> or um, like if you feel comfortable commenting on uh, the page for or the post for this particular episode, feel free to do that as well. But we do take all feedback. Yeah, um, we would love feedback. I and mean, apply we're, it. We're new at this. Right. And, you know, we're certainly interested in hearing what other people, what, what the people listening to us think of what we're doing. So we take tips and they're not monetary. <laughs> you can you can read into that however you want. I was just talking just about feedback. Tip. Just the t- <laughs> Hey, Dixie. Yes? Don't eat yellow snow. There's your tip. <laughs> just the tip. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. That's what she said. All right, ladies. I think it's about time we wrap this up. Dang, so fast. I know. That's it's almost an said. hour, girl. I know. That's it's been a blast said. with yeah. you. All right, guys. Well, this takes care of episode seven. So, you know, find your confidence. Have some cocktails. And, make and sure. may they be strong. Both the confidence. And the cocktails. And their bladders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks All right. so much for joining us yep. again. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.